Hello, I am your host Philemon, and you are listening to The Brief Dive, the show where I take a brief dive in topics around mental health, positive psychology, and overall becoming a better you. Full disclaimer that this podcast is not meant for diagnosing. I'm not a licensed professional at any of these subjects. If you are aiming to help yourself through professional help, then I recommend you to not listen to this podcast. I do suggest you to seek a medical professional or look for professional help if this podcast is not the one for you. What makes this podcast special is that you're listening to me, a teen who can maybe give you a better perspective on the topics we will be discussing. And today's topic is anxiety, so stay tuned. So if you don't know what anxiety is, anxiety is a general feeling of nervousness, weariness, or unease. It's often a response of an uncertain outcome. So some good scenarios of anxiety is meeting new people or small talk. I genuinely do not like small talk also. Or performance like games, video games, sports games, any type of game that requires a performance. And this can easily be mistaken by fear. If you don't know what fear is, fear is being afraid of something in a belief that it's threatening, dangerous, or even painful. The difference between anxiety and fear is that anxiety is more long-term, while fear is more short-term. Fear is more of, I'm in danger, I'm in danger, while anxiety is more, I'm worried about what's going to happen tomorrow, and the next day, and the next day, and the next day. It's a cycle. A good scenario of fear is when you know your threat. Like, say your friends are just like, man, let's go to the ocean, let's go get our stuff and pack the ocean and you have a deep fear of the ocean you don't know what's going to happen in the ocean you're afraid and you guys go out and shop for whatever stuff people shop for when they go to the beach like swimming supplies i don't know like sunscreen and stuff like that and the day comes you wake up and it's time to go to the ocean you guys make it to the ocean and you're freaking out and all your friends jump in the water and you're just standing there like oh my gosh and you actually get in the water And then you realize this was the best moment you've ever had in your life. This was the best experience ever. And after that, you weren't afraid of the ocean. You weren't afraid of the water. But I'm not here to say that this is a happy ever after story. A good scenario of anxiety is going to a job. Going to a job can show many different unknown outcomes. Like fear of what happens on your way of going to work. What if you twist your ankle? What if you get fired? What if you get laid off? Anything could happen when you go to work. So anxiety is more unknown. You are afraid of the unknown. Surprisingly, fear and anxiety is good for you. You could avoid a fatal accident because you are much more aware of your surroundings. You're much more hyper aware. Let me explain. Say uh, school tests. I personally, whenever I do school tests and I have a bit of jitteriness in me, I feel like I am much more aware, I check over my work, I redo the questions, I read carefully, and I overall am much more careful. Same with video games. When you're much more attention, your senses kind of rise, kind of gives you this adrenaline. This can also go for driving. Most people don't want a driver who is not hyper aware, who is not paying attention. This kind of goes back to the ancient times where if they carried a spear around and they hear a tiger in the bushes or a saber tooth in the bushes, something scary in the bushes. And when they hear it, they don't just jump at it and try to kill it because, of course, they can't withstand a fight of whatever is in that bush. So they run. That's what the fear does. Fear keeps you safe. But, of course, too much of fear and anxiety is not good for you. So I'm here to explain some ways you can treat 
anxiety. And I'm here to mention that there are plenty of other ways you can treat anxiety and treat fear, but I'm just here to explain some brief tips. First on the list is to know what makes you scared and why you're scared of it. When you know your fear, you know your enemy. So I want you to go and write down all of your fears on paper. Go get a pen and paper and just write it all down. You won't realize how many fears you have until you write it all down. The reason why this is on the list is because I remember when I was little and I used to think that my stomach ache was not fear or anything. I didn't even know what fear was or anxiety. So I used to think it was like a stomach bug. Whenever I used to be nervous, I was like, oh, my stomach hurts, my stomach hurts. I don't know why my stomach hurts at this time. I didn't know it was anxiety. I was <laughs> I was clueless. So the first time I heard this tip, it took me a while to realize what my fear was. Because most of the time, people are just like, why would I need to know my fear? I already know what my fear is. Why are you telling me this? I'm telling you this because this can break down your fears into little pieces. This is more of kind of knowing your enemy. When you know your enemy, you're much more likely to conquer it. You know its weaknesses. Next on the list is to take a deep breath. I know some deep breath exercises can be funny looking, but to be honest, those are probably the best and most effective ones. The reason why I put deep breath exercises in this is because all you need is one minute in your breath. You don't need to put anything in your pocket to take with you to help you with fear. Your breath will always be with you. It's just fast and easy. All you need to do is just go into a corner or go somewhere where it's safe and just take a deep breath. There is a saying, I think, where... If you're calm, then your breathing is slow. So I think someone switched it around where if your breathing is slow, then you're calm. This also leads me to meditation. Meditation is a way to train your attention and awareness. It helps you be much more present. There's this cool app called Headspace I used to use where you just stick in some headphones. It's especially meant for those people who are new to meditation. Most people, when they think of meditation, they just think of the crisscross applesauce and they're doing the thing with their fingers and they're saying, um, that's not true. You can just sit down comfortably and focus on your breath. Next on the list is to do not avoid. I repeat, please do not avoid. Avoidance is the last thing you want. The more you leave, the worse your problem gets. The more you walk out the door, the worse your problem gets. Let's say you get anxious for walking home at night. You're afraid if something's gonna pop out at you or like a squirrel, a raccoon, a person, anything. And so you make up these excuses and avoid and ask your friend to take you home. And one night your friend actually can't take you home and you go back to actually walking at night. And it's the scariest moment of your life because you avoided it. And the more you avoid, the worse your problem gets. Your fear latches on to that avoidance. That's what it's trying to get from you. It just matters on if you're going to let it take it from you. So next is accepting your discomfort. Guys, I'm sorry, but this is the hard truth. Let's go, let's backtrack. Let's backtrack to walking in the night, okay? You are afraid of walking in the night and you're afraid of something that's gonna pop out at you. You are in the situation, right? You're walking, right? You're walking, you're step by step and you got your bags on you and you got 20 minutes till you're, you reach your home, your destination. And you are in the middle of the fear and you realize that you're afraid and you're breathing so fast and you're, you can't focus on getting over your fear. So this isn't going to help you automatically fix your fear. This is going to let you know that accepting your discomfort is good for you. It's going to let you know that being uncomfortable helps you be comfortable in the long run. That's just the hard truth. That's just life right there. So what you need to tell yourself once you're in the situation is, okay, so what I'm doing right now is not the most comfortable feeling ever, but 
this is what's best for me. And it's kind of the hard truth, guys. I'm sorry I got to give you the hard truth, but it's it's true. The last one on the list is reaching out for help before your problem gets worse. This is probably one of the most crucial tips I have on this list. It's easier to tackle your problem while it's small. The longer you wait and push it out, the longer and harder the process can be. So the second you are afraid of something, like your fear just, like your fear was born yesterday, a month of that fear growing, it'll be bigger, it'll grow. So reaching out for help before it gets worse, this can mean reaching out for therapy, and I know therapy can be a bit expensive, I don't know why therapy is so expensive to be honest, but there, you don't really need therapy to get over your problems. You can speak to your parents, you can speak to a sibling, a friend. I want to let you know that you don't have to handle all of this anxiety and fear all on your own. You are not the only person in this earth. This is not a music video where it feels like you are the only person on earth. And I know it feels like that, to be honest. I, sometimes it feels like that for me, too. But it's good to know that you're not alone, and it's good to know that once you talk about your problems to a very trusted friend or a very trusted individual, it won't only be one person trying to tackle your problem. It'll be two or three. But I'm not telling you to go spill all your problems out to some random person. That is not what I'm trying to tell you. I'm here to tell you that when you share your problem to an adult, a friend, someone you really trust, it'll make it seem more manageable. And if you feel like there is absolutely no one to talk to, then my email is always in the description below. This is all up to you. After you listen to this podcast, you don't automatically lose your fear and anxiety. You actually have to do the things I'm telling you. So it's all up to you whether or not you try it out. I think that'll be it for today. If you have a question on what I did or didn't talk about, you can always find my email in the description below. I really hope what I said today helped about fear and anxiety. Please don't forget you can subscribe, leave a review, or stay tuned to these weekly podcasts on becoming a better you. Have a great rest of the day. Thank you, and adios.